When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sports Podcast. Happy Friday, everybody. I hope you've all had a wonderful week. I know we sure have. It's me, it's a girl, DJ Mackie, Michaela Perkins, and the one, the only, Sean DePaz. Yo, yo. Sean. What's popping? How's it going? <laughs> it's going. It's going? It's going. It's, it's, it's a good time to be a, a Valley sports fan. We got a new <clears throat> tackle. We got a... a Second round playoff series, and I don't know the best pitcher in all of professional baseball. Maybe, yeah, possibly, question possibly. Mark? It maybe? is a good time. Um, I'm going to put you on blast for a second. Oh it's not a good time to be Sean Boz because Sean has recently started working out, oh and I God. thought Sean was going to die this morning because he can't stand up straight. My fucking back is dying. <laughs> and watching him try to walk around the office and sit in chairs is hilarious. And I'm so sorry that you're. <laughs> That you're hurting let's, so bad. I mean, I, I haven't necessarily tried to hide the fact that my I'm in pain, but I didn't think I was being like that. It was like that blatant. Sean, you're moving like an 80 year old man. My lower back is in a lot of pain. I cannot lie to you. It is what it is. It's a uh, oh, hey, beauty guy. requires pain. Um, pain is beauty. Yes. yes. Um, hello to the fam in the comments. Charles, Elizabeth, Chris, Daniel. What's up, guys? What's poppin'? What's poppin'? If you're in the comments, drop a comment. Let us know you're here. Say hi. We love to incorporate you on the show. We also love hanging out with you guys. And yeah. we got to see a bunch of you yesterday at our Four Peaks draft party, which was so much fun. Um, Sean and I were both out there and it was just great being able to hang out with some of our diehards. For sure. Watch the Cardinals draft a very large man. It was yeah. all very fun. <laughs> very large. No, I love <laughs> I love drafts because I I mean much to the uh, I guess dismay of of Craig and Petey this morning complaining about how football fans always are, are excited about their pick no matter what even though they don't know what's going on. I love that energy. I love that they are they everyone's just there's so much hope with an NFL draft and it's it's fun being in a group of fans with when that, that's the case. Yeah, absolutely. So shout out to our friends at Four Peaks for hosting us. It was always a great time. I didn't get the chicken tendies this time. Um, I know I usually get the chicken tendies, uh, but I did enjoy a nice hazy IPA. What mm -hmm. were you drinking? Um, Redbird Lager. Okay. Um, shout out Max. He gave me some Redbird Lager because he had one, go. he got one of the pitchers. Very good beer. Very good beer. I also had a slice of um, of Emma's pizza, which I it was really good. don't know if I even knew that they had pizza. It's bomb-ass pizza. Yeah, it was great. Everything there's good, though. I shouldn't be surprised. So shout out again to our friends at Four Peaks. Um, it's the weekend, guys. Head out to your local store. Go pick up a six-pack of Four Peaks. Mm -hmm. There's really no better beer in the Valley. Just remember, you must be 21 years or older to enjoy responsibly. Also want to thank our friends at Mountain Mike's for feeding the office this week. The pizza, always delicious. Always delicious. Always delicious. My favorite is the pepperoni, but I'm a classics girl. Um, I just like, you know, just like the pepperoni pizza, yeah. like a solid. No, I like the pizza to speak for itself. I, I love pepperoni pizza. I said earlier, I think this week was the first time I had ever like 
been able to eat it fresh. Like usually I'm doing something, so I got to wait a couple hours. It was always good. It's so much better when you eat it like right away. Yeah, it's it was bomb. Absolutely. You can head over to mountainbikespizza.com or to their Mesa Chandler or Tucson locations to place your next order. Reminder, if you sign up to be a diehard, you'll get a $50 voucher upon signing up. Speaking of signing up, before we get into the show, we're doing a cornhole tourney. Yeah, I'm about to kick all y'all's ass. Um, no, because I'm going to kick everyone's butt. You um, are on a team with Emma. Y'all don't scare me. <laughs> Emma and I are going to shock the nation. We're going to shock the Saul world, and, and we're going to kick everyone's butt. So, yeah, I mean, if you beat Saul and I, you just get fired. So think uh, about okay. it. Okay. Well, <laughs> the best part about this cornhole tourney is it's open for you guys to come participate in. It's teams of two. If you want to sign up as an individual, we can match you with someone else that signed up as an individual. Come out, play cornhole with us. It's going to be the first Friday of every month, starting in May on May fifth, all the way through August. It's going to be so much fun. You can head over to gophnx.com. Go to our events tab and sign up there, either your team or yourself. It's going to be electric. And you get to watch me and Emma and the rest of the PHNX crew attempt to play cornhole. You can attempt. I will play cornhole. I'm good at that shit. Um. Okay. We'll see about that. <laughs> I think you're talking to big game. You do that a lot. You have I do do up. that a lot. But I <laughs> usually back it up. I'm terrible at it. I usually back it up. Um, you're, that's very true. All right. Before we get into it, let's say hi. Amelia's here. A bunch of people just dropped in the comments. Hi, everyone. Gabriel. Will is tired of our pizza talk. He wants Yeah, Noah's we'll ready get to there. go. James. We'll hi, James. What's up, everybody? So good to see you. We will be getting into some Suns talk. But before we do that, we obviously have to talk about the Arizona Cardinals. And just the Valley is peaking as a whole. Like, yeah. we are on such a high. Um, Valley peaks. We are absolutely out here winning a life. <laughs> It's nice to feel like things are going our way, you know? No, it, it definitely does. And I mean, the mountain's not always straight up, you know? People, there's dips, but ultimately, yeah, we uh, I think we are at the peak. It is, It's like I said, it's a good time to be a Valley sports fan. Well, you mentioned a dip. <laughs> yeah. Start we had with a the dip. slight dip yesterday. <laughs> it's a little one. This is the one thing we're going to say that's not a peak, and then we're going to be talking about peaks for the rest of the show, I promise. But we do have to talk about it because it was an unexpected dip. Yeah. One that I did not see coming. No, neither did I. I didn't even like realize it happened. It just kind of, it just kind of, it was just happened. And I was yeah. like, oh, okay, we're here now. If you don't know what we're talking about, literally right as the draft started, <laughs> which we were all so excited for. I don't think anyone even said hi to me yesterday. I walked into Four Peaks and they're like, we lost all of our picks. It's breaking down. <laughs> um, yeah, the wheels fell off the wagon so quick yesterday. Um, right as the draft was starting. Freaking Shefty broke all of our hearts and broke some breaking news. Um, the Eagles and the Cardinals settled a tampering investigation involving the hiring of former Philadelphia defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon as Arizona's now head coach. And as a result of that settlement, the Eagles traded their number 94 pick in this draft and a 2024 fifth round pick to the Cardinals for pick number 66. So essentially the Cardinals went from having a high third round pick to a low, low third round pick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sean. Yeah. Why can the Cardinals not stay out of the bad news cycle? Can what I, say, is going on? I mean, this might be a hot take. Fuck it. I don't give a shit. They got their head coach. <laughs> Go cheat if you have to. It's a, who, like it's a third, no, this, it's a was third so round pick. this was so avoidable i mean it, this it, it, was so avoidable it was no one was looking for jonathan gannon to be their next head coach i mean it Nobody. most certainly was avoidable was but ultimately so avoidable. you got your coach you lost a third round pick blah like ah uh, 
I mean, it's definitely not ideal. It definitely you would rather have that. You'd rather have that 66th overall pick. Um, why can't it, it's it's interesting. You look at a franchise who had almost everything change except for one key piece, and there's still problems. It's almost like you should probably look at the common denominator, common thread. <coughs> Michael Bidwell. <laughs> um, you would think that that would be the natural assumption. However, <laughs> we are still here. Um, and I'm just like, oh, I'm so over the Cardinals doing dumb shit. Can we stop? Please, for the love of God. But at like, least this time they did dumb shit in the name of doing smart shit. No, it wasn't Gannon. even smart. I think it was completely avoidable. Yeah, but again. Nobody was racing to get Jonathan Gannon as their next head coach. Yeah, but at least they weren't out here tampering and then ended up being like Vance Joseph, you're our next head coach. Like, at least they got their uh, guy. I mean, I'm I guess. To, like, if you're going to tamper, at least follow through and <laughs> yeah. make sure he comes. But Because <laughs> you, yeah, you could be, I don't know, the Miami Dolphins who lost their first, their first round draft pick for tampering to get a quarterback they didn't ever even get. Like that, eh, at least we're not in that situation. I just, I'm done. No more Cardinals bad yeah. stuff. We're done. We've maxed out. We have hit the capacity for bad news with this freaking organization. <laughs> um, like you said, it's not the end of the world. Although I'm going to laugh my butt off if this number 66 pick turns out to be like the best player yeah, in the league for the Hall next like five years. Because that would be the Cardinals luck. <laughs> um Thankfully, Monty did address it because obviously Monty Austin Fort, the new general manager, was in charge of the hiring process for the head coach. Thankfully, well, or not, depending on how you look at it now, Michael Bidwell let Monty take the reins on that. Um, so when Monty talked to the press yesterday, he did own up to it. And this is what he had to say. I made a mistake. Um, I own that. Um, you know, it's a it's a situation that we're we were able to resolve. I've apologized to uh, Michael Bidwell. Um, I've apologized to um, our staff, and you know I think the 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 deal that we worked out, um, you know, it is what it is, and we're just moving on from it. And um, that's you know really don't have a lot more to say on. Hmm. So he owned up to it. He apologized. He said he apologized to Bidwell to everyone else. Um, I just. Kind of tired of these dumb things happening. Um, Sean, are you concerned about Monty's ability to be a GM? Do you think this was just like a rookie mistake considering this is his first GM job? What are your thoughts on this situation? I mean, like I said, I, don't, I, I really don't care all that much. Like, it's not an ideal situation. I'm not worried about Monty as a GM. I mean, it would have been one thing if he did that and then also fucked up the first overall draft pick, which I don't think they did. We'll talk about yeah. in a second. But um, I, I don't know. It's it is what it is. I mean, you could tell in that thing, like it was just kind of something that happened, and now uh, it's not like. I mean, what are you gonna? What are you gonna? What are you gonna do? You're gonna dwell on it. You 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 move back in the third round. Do you think that there's gonna be more <sighs> operational errors that are avoidable moving forward, though? Uh, no, I feel like this is one of the things where you you learn from, hopefully. And it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't the Dolphins. They didn't lose a first round pick, but like it. It was I, I. It wasn't so egregious that I'm like like I'm super concerned. But I think it was the penalty was bad enough where it's like you're not going to be you're not going to be making mistakes like this again. Yeah. Um. You're not trying to lose assets, which they ultimately did do. Um. So I, I, I am not concerned about more operational errors. I mean, he, Monty's come from two really well run for well, well, <laughs> actually. I changed everything I just said. Yes, this is probably this actually was probably on purpose. He's probably a cheater. He spent a lot of time in the Patriots organization. Oh this God. might just be who he is. Actually, okay. Um, I think that we are hopefully <laughs> out of the choppy waters and onto smooth yeah, waters from here I. on out. 
I kind of think this is maybe just a case of uh, a rookie mistake and just, I, I don't know. But I mean, like we were talking about this before the show and Craig Morgan sitting over here said like the rules are so clear. Like they could not make tampering rules more clear than that they are. So how do you mess something like that up? I don't know. What's done is done. Um, big shout out to Sean Marks for the super chat. A $1.99 from Sean Marks saying, a great Sean, Sean, think alike. F it, it's all good. Sean Marks is on the same page as Sean DePaz. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess we'll just have to see. And I do want to say, though, because now we're going to talk about it, I would be more concerned if the first round of the draft was a bust. Yeah. But I think he redeemed himself. Money done balled out um, in the first So we're going to recap it really quick. Try to stick with me. There's a lot of numbers coming your way. <laughs> so the Cardinals went into yesterday with the third overall pick. Then they traded down, so they traded for the 12th overall pick to the Houston Texans. Uh, the Texans got their third pick, and then the Cardinals got number 12 number and number 33 and a couple future picks. And then they well, traded— and Not just a couple, but also a first-round pick from next year. Yeah, a first-round pick for 2024 as well. So um, a great trade on paper, right? Like they traded it. their third pick yeah. and their 105th. Yeah. the Texans too, by the way. Not yeah. That really matters. But. And the Texans gave them back number 12, number 33 and a 2024 first round pick um and a third round pick in 2024 as well. So, on paper, that's a great trade. Um I think they mm -hmm. got a lot of value out of that. Um and then after that happened, they traded back up the Cardinals then acquired pick number six and number 81 from the Detroit Lions in exchange for pick number 12, number 34, and number 168. And then with the sixth overall pick in the draft, the Arizona Cardinals selected offensive tackle Paris Johnson Jr. from the Ohio, no, from Ohio State. No. The, the Ohio, Ohio State. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know. Sometimes I get nervous with the no, Ohio that, State that because is, people will come after me. That is the one. Um, it's the Ohio, the Ohio State, State and the U, and that, nothing else should have V in front of it. Um, and Paris was very excited about it, which you absolutely love to see. Um, overall, what were your thoughts on the pick? Were you surprised that they went with an, uh, a big guy up front? Do um, you think that was the right choice? No, I think I ultimately think it was. I wouldn't have been mad if they had stayed at three and drafted Will Anderson. Um, I mean, I think he's just an absolute game wrecker coming off the edge. But I do ultimately think this was this was the right move. I mean, we the Cardinals were not a team that were a piece away from being a contender or being good or anything. Right. They needed to create assets. Correct. And also, like, the one investment that this team really has – is their quarterback, who also, I don't know if you know this, tore his ACL last year. So you need you you need to protect your quarterback, and you also need to make him happy because obviously that has been a major point of contention with this franchise and this quarterback over the last couple of years is, is his personality, his attitude, his, his happiness. Drafted a, a good young offensive tackle early in the first round, not only do you keep that quarterback safe, you keep him happy, and I think that is the, one of the most important building blocks to create turn this franchise into like an actual winning one yeah absolutely you mentioned the piece of it being the preferred selection by kyler murray so yeah. um nfl network's mike garofalo kind of broke the news a little bit after or before i don't even know if you consider breaking news but whatever um just kind of defining that like and confirming that this was kyler murray's preferred selection of course it is. um paris actually was at the facility in arizona he got to talk to Kyler Murray while he was here. Um, we actually have great sound from him. It just came down, so we weren't able to add it to the show in time. But if you go to PHNX underscore Cardinals, the sound is over there um, of Paris talking about how excited he was to meet Kyler Murray. He was like, I wasn't trying to fanboy, but it was really cool to meet that franchise guy. Um, you know, Kyler told him, you know, I would love I, I see your work ethic. I would love you on a team. I would love you protecting me. Um, so to get the stamp of approval from Kyler Murray for whatever that's worth is always a good thing. Um, you never want to piss off your franchise 
quarterback <coughs> Packers and have him very unhappy with how you decide to spend your draft picks. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, so, yeah, so it was something that Kyler Murray was excited about. It's what he wanted. Um, one thing that I also love that came out of this pick was Paris Johnson senior was drafted by the Arizona Cardinals in 1999. Um, and Paris had a great quote. Um, he was saying that quote, I want to be here. I want to be an Arizona Cardinal and finish what my dad started, um, which I think is really cool. Um, I think it's, I didn't know that his dad was drafted here. Um, obviously I wasn't a lot. Well, I was three years old when, <laughs> when he was drafted by the Cardinals. Not so in Arizona. <laughs> um, I was not, um, in the right frame of mind to, uh, just that information at that age. <laughs> she had a lot but going on. I think the pick is like, we can't really analyze the pick for, cause we don't know how he's going to play. You know, we well, don't know yeah. what it's going to turn just, out. Yeah. Um, but on paper, like if he wants to be here, the, I love that. I love a guy yes. that wants to be here. That is excited to be a part of the organization because I think more now than ever, we need that energy in this building. Like we yeah. need players that want to be here because there's a lot that don't. Um. Yeah. And I mean, I think it is you, like you said, it's hard to analyze how good of a pick this actually is because you yeah. don't know how good of a football player is going to be. But you can say it's a good pick in the sense that like you look at what this fan base has gone through with Steve Kimes drafts. They didn't draft a linebacker. They didn't draft a running back. They drafted. A, a major position of need and they they just made like the right pick i think Car this is the first time that in a while that cardinals fans can come out of the first round of the draft and be like okay they did that right like they did what they did the smart thing they didn't they didn't do anything that left me scratching my head afterwards like the detroit lions who drafted a the second running back in the top 12 yeah that was weird poor k <laughs> You know, say lions are going to lion, I guess. Uh, yeah, the lions <laughs> going lion, but oftentimes the Cardinals going cardinal, and they didn't this time. And I think that is very encouraging um, if you're a Cardinals fan. Yeah, absolutely. I think I will say though, I guess I was just, I don't know if I was surprised. Yeah, I guess I was. I don't know. Okay, maybe not surprised, but I just like I don't see Kyler Murray like as a pocket passer. Like he yeah. a lot of the times is outside of the pocket, running around, not utilizing like the front linemen like I just I, I I think I was a little surprised that they would spend like that high of a first round pick on on an offensive lineman because I just don't see Kyler Murray utilizing the pocket that much and yeah. so do we really need like all-star talent like the best of the best like up front like I, I could be wrong about that but I just I guess I was a little caught off guard because I just don't see Kyler Murray like using the pocket like a lot of traditional like pocket passers do yeah so, but I mean how much of that is because he hasn't had a line to keep give like give him any protection and obviously is kyler is is like a mobile guy and he does like getting out of the pocket but that doesn't change the fact that the left tackle is is probably like the second most important single position yeah on, and he definitely offense. needs protection i'm not saying that he yeah. doesn't but i'm just saying it's not like he like takes a couple step backs plant his feet and stays in the pocket the entire game you know what i'm yeah. saying um i also think he can't see over his linemen sometimes so I think moving outside of the pocket might be a necessity to see downfield. Yeah, and I mean, uh, Thunder kind of referencing anything. it too. I think part of drafting uh, such a a, a lineman so high is he's <clears throat> he is he like linemen are athletes. Like they they can move in their own right. And obviously, he's not running as fast as Kyler, but to get a guy um, with the kind of athleticism and, and just strength that Paris Johnson Jr. has, I you think see it his high school tape, right? You've seen. So Johnny tweeted this out this morning. There was a high school tape that went viral like three or four years ago of a kid just 
plowing people over from the left tackle position. Yeah, and it was him. That was him. Yeah. So that it's ridiculous. I'm not like I'm listen, I'm not trying to take away from his athleticism, his talent as an athlete. Like he is a very, very, very talented lineman. I'm just saying I was a little caught off guard by the thought process of using that pick at that position because it's not like Kyler is a traditional pocket quarterback. That's all I'm saying. I think he's a great athlete. Thundered in the comments saying because Paris can move. I, yeah, I mean, I, from everything I've heard, he is a athlete. But I'm just saying I wasn't necessarily thinking that that was where they were going to go with their sixth pick. Yeah, I mean, I once it got to that point, that's what I thought they were going to do. I like I said, I thought they were. Both, I thought there was a good chance that they held on to the third overall pick and drafted Will Anderson. Yeah, I'm ultimately glad they didn't. I think this was the best move for them okay well looking forward to today the second and third round are happening the cardinals have number 34 so the third pick in the second round and then i think that's all that they have if i'm up to date what Uh, at least for now yeah that's all that they have for now in the second round and then in the third round totally different story they have quite a few picks in the third round it's looking like they will have pick number 94 and oh gosh there's so many words yeah i'm i'm pretty sure they have a couple picks in the third round definitely pick 94 so um i'm excited to see what they do today do you think that they're gonna address any um glaring roster issues um i mean i think there's a chance they go back to the offensive line do more in, like in, uh, interior linemen but for me what i'm looking at for today is is does d hop trade come uh, are they going to get even more picks um and obviously the big ones are the, the Bills and the, the Chiefs, but who knows who might um, sneak back in there. But I I think with like I think there's a chance that they they address that interior offensive line or like we, we talked about right before the show, Jacob mentioned um, trading that pick too. There's still a quarterback that a lot of people thought might go top ten on the board that a, a lot of teams might be interested in moving up to that 33rd overall pick in. Um, so I, I don't, all I say is I don't think that the Cardinals are going to be going into tonight with the picks that they have and making exactly those picks at exactly those spots. I think that you're going to see a decent amount of movement, but getting to your original question position wise, I think that they, they're going to try and address that interior offensive line. Yeah, absolutely. So it'll be interesting to see what the Cardinals do. Um, I'm always excited. I, I think I love draft day the most just because I love seeing kids dreams comes true yeah like i think it's so cool to see how they react to all their hard work paying off and getting drafted into the league and i love their family's reactions so um i'm excited to see what the cardinals do today and uh i guess i feel real quick um jesus saying that they're not trading d hop uh monty did say yesterday that they aren't trading d hop but that doesn't mean anything to me like yeah i feel like you hear that all the time drafting a quarterback after they drafted josh rosen look what happened i feel like you hear (laughs) stuff like that all the time and if anything it just in part helps raise the price and be if the right if the right price comes along, like Mati said that, but if the Bills come up here and be like, "Here's the 27th overall pick for your your old ass wide receiver," I'm not sure Monty's saying no to that. Um, so we'll see. We'll uh, see. We'll yeah, see. I never really take what they say about what yeah, they play. I believe, to do I'll believe it when value. the draft is over. <laughs> um, all right, it's the time we've all been waiting for, especially most of you in the chat. It's time to talk the Phoenix Suns, but before we do that. Gotta talk about OGs because they are the best scratch-made THC gummies in the state of Arizona because they're made right here in Arizona. And I just, I don't think of anything better than an OGs gummy no, in the weekend. I, I mean, like, I was talking about my my back. I need to hit one of these strawberries <laughs> and cream and get that THC in me. Yeah, you need to get some of your uh, pain. And then I need to hit the Aquaberry sleep gummies because my back hurts so much that I can't sleep. 
So I need, I need I need something to help with the pain, something to help with the sleep. And then OG's got to the next day when I'm feeling good, just take some of their sativa and just have a good day. Yeah. They got, it, they got, got it all. Anything and everything you need, like Sean said. So you can check out OG's at OGsbrands.com or you can find them at your local dispensary. You must be 21 years or older to enjoy responsibly. If you're going to pick up a pack, I definitely recommend picking up the orange creamsicle sativa because that is sure my good. all-time favorite and so my go-to. Um, it is to die for. Alrighty, the Phoenix mother effing signs. Oh yeah. my God, the Phoenix signs are them. They are them. Okay, well, <laughs> Devin Booker is him. <laughs> I am. I. I mean, I. Okay, well, that one is yes, yes, agreed. <laughs> I wasn't. The the the, the, the the sons are very good. I'm not ready to say they're them necessarily, but Devin Booker most certainly is him. He yeah. is the best player in these playoffs right now. Um, in case you were living under a rock this past week, the Phoenix Suns did defeat the Clippers in five in the first round of the NBA playoffs. Game five started out a little rough. Not going to lie. I was a little nervous about how things were going. Um, I didn't think it was going to turn out well for the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> what were you thinking and feeling in the first half of that game, Sean? Um, I don't know. I, like, at no, even when things weren't going well, I was just like, okay. I wasn't worried because, like, I, I I knew the Suns were going to win this series. Uh, they, there was no way that the Suns were going to lose to this Clippers team without their two best players. Yeah. So even if they lost, even if they had lost that game, I really wasn't, like, all that concerned because they were in a position where they only needed to win one more. Yeah. And they had two more opportunities after that. So I wasn't really concerned about it. Um, But it was more just like, why did this team keep struggling with these guys? Like, why is it? But I just think part of it's matchup. Part of it's just the guys that are on that team. They have a lot of real like veteran experience, and yeah, I mean, what Russell Westbrook is just an absolute dog. Like he does not go down quietly, Russell regardless Re of the situation. Russell Westbrook looked like vintage Russell Westbrook. Yes, he, he genuinely did. <laughs> that was the uh, worst was awesome. possible time for him to figure that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I was I was a little bit nervous. I was glad that they did it at home. It was the first time that they had won a playoff series at home, like finished the series at home mm -hmm. since 2007. Yeah, first time in Booker's career. So, and the first time, yeah, first time Devin Booker ever did it. So, I'm really glad that they were able to just close it out at home, end yeah, it same. in five, get a couple extra days of rest because they are going to need it because they are <laughs> matching up against the one seed, Denver Nuggets. Um, but before we move on to that matchup, we've got to break down the absolute master class of basketball that Devin... <laughs> Armani Booker Jeez. put on in game five. I was, my jaw was on the ground. Like <laughs> I know that Devin Booker is a baller. I have followed him since the beginning of his career with the Suns, but I was shook it watching that kid ball out the way he did. Oh, I like, I'm not, I'm not, I wasn't, I was just like, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's him. That's just, he is, that's Armani. Like he's just uh, <laughs> really good at basketball. <laughs> <laughs> and like he does do I mean I'm not gonna lie he does shit that surprises me all the time but I'm like I'm like I'm not surprised that I'm surprised because he's Devin Booker yeah. like I said I genuinely do believe he's the best player in the playoffs right now him and Jimmy Butler are dominating yeah um he's at least the best player in the west um and I'm just like yeah he's a baller he rises to the occasion and now he's in a situation where he has I don't know a top five basketball player all time who's still really good on his team taking away some of the attention of course he's gonna thrive yeah absolutely um, but I, it is awesome to see that, like, he does have Kevin Durant on his team, but this, this is still Devin Booker's team. Like, he is that guy. He is what is going to 
he is the difference between this team losing in the first round and this team winning a, a national or national championship at college, <laughs> winning an NBA finals. Um, Devin Booker is the key, and he showed that throughout this series, especially in that game five. Yeah, he finished game five with 47 points, 10 assists, eight rebounds. He shot 70% from the field and 57% from three. Um, I think my favorite moment in the game, though, was when he just banked it and hit that hold it shot where he was just like standing there like this. Yeah, Um, we got some pictures of when that happened. Shout out to Danielle, by the way. She is our photographer and she took some of the coolest pictures of D-Book I've ever seen. Um, He just knew he knew that shit was going in. He stood there like that for like at least a couple seconds. Katie just lost his mind. Katie's down in the corner there just losing it. And I mean, we have a video of sound from him that will get to in a second. But like, that's not that's not Kevin Durant. He doesn't do that that often. It takes a special performance, a special person to get that kind of emotion out of Kevin Durant. And that is exactly Devin Booker. I just that first picture there is just everything I love about Devin Booker because like he'll talk his shit a little bit, but he's not like he's not out here being fucking Dylan Brooks. Like yeah, yeah, he's not a flashy guy. This team in general is not that flashy. Yeah. But if he's when he's on, like he's gonna let you know. He knows. He's Devin. I'm Devin motherfucking Booker. You will recognize. Like kind of saying, be legendary. He is legendary. Like he will. He's gonna sit there and he's gonna have his moment because he is. A, a bona fide baller, and yeah. I love it. When he hit that hold it shot, that was the moment I was like, okay, it's fine. We're going to win this game. Like, it, we are winning this game. Um, I think the Suns are definitely a second half team for yeah. whatever reason. Well, yeah, and that's the other reason why I wasn't concerned. I was just like, yeah. this is what this team does. They're they going to come back later. Devin Booker's going to go crazy. And if yeah. Devin Booker doesn't go crazy, Kevin Durant will go crazy. Yeah. And if Kevin Durant doesn't go crazy, I just wish that they would get will. a little bit more of a fast start, though, no, because for sure. it's so easy for me to just like get so discouraged and so down. <laughs> and I'm like, I just want to well, watch the Suns come out it's and It's a punch trauma them response. Out. We've been here yeah. so many times where it's like, oh, God, oh, God, no, oh, God, oh, yeah. God. Um, but um, I just want to watch the Suns different. just come out and punch them in the mouth. That's not, that's not how these, that, well, first off, that's not how the Suns work, and that's not how these playoffs work. We'll, we'll see. Because if they do come out they, and they punch somebody in the mouth, then I'm starting to get concerned. I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, they're like, oh, no. I don't want to see that. Here comes the fall. Here comes the fall. Devin Booker did um, record 40 or more points that game, and he is now the franchise record holder for 40 or more point plus games in a playoff game in Suns history. That was a lot of words, but I think you all are <laughs> understanding you. what I'm trying to say. Um, the previous record holder was Charles Barkley, who had five 40 or more Pretty point good. games in the playoffs. Um, I love that moment on TNT when they brought Book on and Shaq was teasing Charles, calling him a bum, and Book was just laughing. And Charles was like, I mean, congrats, Book. Um, <laughs> it was so funny. So, I mean, Book is just an absolute baller. I think the other favorite moment that came out of that game was the press conference when they were talking about, obviously, that moment that we were just mentioning the shot. And Kevin Durant sat next to Devin Booker and said, watching Devin Booker play basketball is a spiritual experience. Yes. A top 10 player all time a lie. is sitting next to you telling you that watching you play basketball is a spiritual experience. Like that had to be one of the coolest moments in Devin Booker's yeah, career. Yeah, and not just a top 10 player basketball. It's like the guy who asked the question puts it. It's like it's score to score. Like it's two of the best scorers in yeah. the game. And yeah, I mean. Game recognized game. That's exactly what Kevin Durant. Like Kevin Durant's not afraid to to give guys praise when they deserve it. And holy shit, does Devin Booker deserve it? Yeah. Here's what Kevin Durant said after the game. From one score to another, what was it like seeing Devin uh, explode in that third quarter? Yeah, it was spiritual. Like I don't show too, I don't scream too much in the games no more as I got older. But when we hit that three on, on the top of the key, I felt the energy, and I know everybody in our crowd felt it. So we feed off of his aggression. 
Um, not just us on the team, but Suns fans watching TV, Suns fans in the arena. Like his impact and his presence just means a lot to us. So that was incredible to see and to be a part of. Devin, just hearing that coming from a guy you know that that that's what he does and has been doing. What's it mean to you to have that kind of night and get that kind of praise from Kevin? Um, hard to put the words. You know, um, somebody that I followed, you know, for a very long time before we developed a personal relationship. So, you know, to even be sitting up here with him right now is kind of surreal. Um, but, you know, just competing at the highest level, iron sharp as iron, and, you know, even getting that, you know, the work that you guys don't see, you know, in the practice facility together, you know, all-star break. I remember working in there together, playing two-on-two. I don't take none of it for granted. I think my favorite part was when uh, Katie was saying it's spiritual and Devin Booker's face. <laughs> like, he he smirked a little bit. I think he wasn't trying to let it get to his head. But watching Book hear that about himself, ah, uh, like, Devin Booker just deserves like, all the flowers. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, and uh, first off, I got I to gotta mention uh, Elizabeth pointing out Katie's hat. Um, Katie rocking the, the D-backs hat. I love it. He's clearly bought in. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, it... It is, Kevin Durant said it, the, the team, the, the fans, everybody thrives off Devin Booker's aggressiveness. Like you, it just seems like one of those things where when Devin Booker is on, you don't, like this team's not going to lose. Yeah. Like it just, and even if it's not because of Devin Booker, like if he's doing it, Chris Paul's turned back the clock and he started doing it. And then, oh yeah. And then Kevin Durant's going to go hit two back-to-back threes in your face and it's just like oh and now you're down 15 and they've stripped you of your will to live yeah um and i do like i said i I do really think that devin booker is the source of that yeah absolutely uh best shooting guard in the league and it's not even up for debate uh kevin durant was trying to give him a run for his money then i'll say that uh (laughs) kevin durant also had a good night he finished with 31 points six rebounds four assists he shot 52 percent from the field and 66 percent from three i think one of my other favorite things i love about watching this team is how they've managed to um, kind of like gel together, but also they have alleviated so much pressure off of D book. Like mm-hmm. teams can't really double team him anymore on defense. Oh, like, yeah. and I feel this is just like the next evolution of Devin Booker's career. And he's allowed to take that step yeah. because KD is on he the has team. Help. He has talent. He has help. It. Yeah. He has talent, which is like what yeah. Suns fans have been banging the drum for, for years. Like they've known that Devin Booker is a generational talent, but he just hasn't had the support around him to let him shine the way that he needs yeah. to shine. And the fact that Kevin Durant is now in a Phoenix Suns uniform, which still like just doesn't compute in my brain yeah. and is allowing that to happen. And just seeing Devin Booker like evolve still in his career is just so cool. Like I, yeah cannot get enough of watching Suns basketball. Yeah, and Connor is right. Jimmy is more of a three. I'm not sure what I was thinking. But um, yeah, man. And I think that's something that that, get, that was never even, I mean, it's obvious, but it wasn't talked about or thought about too much with the Kevin Durant trade. It's like, okay, everyone's like, okay, we just got a top five player in the league on our team. Like, he's yeah. going to ball here. The team is going to be so much good because they added that talent. But and people didn't really talk about how much that, like, yeah, the team is going to be better, but not necessarily because of, I mean, because of KD, but not necessarily because of the production. Like, it's right. not like he is the one dropping 40. Yeah. It's because his presence allows Devin Booker to be Devin Booker yeah. um, in a way that he had not really allowed. He had not really been allowed to be at any point in his career. Because even even I mean, Da was never that. Chris Paul was obviously older. Obviously, when he first got here, was still really good, but was not the kind of guy that demanded that attention from defenses in the way that Kevin Durant obviously yeah. does. Um, and it's just it is really awesome to see that 
Devin Booker is forcing the rest of the country to like pay attention to pay attention. Yeah. And in part, part of that is because of the attention that Kevin Durant brought with him. Yeah. And if Devin Booker's having an off night, Kevin Durant is your next <laughs> best right player. There. Are you kidding? He's right there. Are you kidding? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Chris Paul is your fourth best player. Maybe at best. He's your fourth best sometimes player. Sometimes third, depending on how <laughs> DA's feeling. Sometimes like eighth, <laughs> depending on how Chris Paul's feeling. So like, yeah, it is, it is really good to know that like, Devin Booker can do this. And then if he doesn't, oh, you still have KD. Yep, absolutely. Um, you'll love to see it. Now looking forward, they are moving on to take on the Denver Nuggets. JT, thank you for the super, super chat saying, son's going to cook some chicken nuggets. Uh, they are going to be taking on the chicken nuggies, the Denver Nuggets. How are you feeling about that series coming up with the Nuggets? Listen, I mean, we talked about it a little bit last week. I don't... Like the, the Nuggets are good, man. And Jokic is a top three player in basketball now, like or at least was throughout the regular season. Um, like, I don't think it's gonna be easy, but I just don't know. I just the starting when you're giving me starting five, starting five, and taking the Suns. Jokic is amazing. <clears throat> Kevin Durant's the best player on either side. And Devin Booker is better than Jamal Murray. I don't care what y'all say. Jamal Murray is not that. He's not that guy. Oh my god, I have something uh, to tell you. Oh boy. Uh, Jamal Murray is not that guy. I don't know what you're going to it's say, but I so swear mad. to God, if it's it involves if it involves so someone mad. from DNVR fucking saying that Jamal Murray is as no, good no, no, no. or better than Devin Booker, I'm going to fight somebody. No, no, no. Okay, good. Um, okay. Can I tell you it? Or you yeah, keep going? No, go okay. for it. Oh my God, I'm dying. Oh God. I was on Twitter this oh morning, God. as I always am, frequently on Twitter, oh God. and I believe it was Bleacher Report, but don't quote me. Oh God. Bleacher Report sent out a tweet, or so, it was it was another outlet. And they said, rank these four players. Oh, my God. Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, yep. Nikola Jokic, and Jamal Murray. And I was like, oh, okay, I feel like easy. this is, like, pretty straightforward. Yeah. What's your four? Um, I'm going – are we going, like, right now? or Because if we're going in general – Not I'm, all time. Like, right now. Well, if Let's we're going go to the now. playoffs and taking Devin Booker first, in, generally speaking, if we're doing this during the regular season, I probably would have gone – I'm sorry. I probably would have gone KD, Jokic, Booker. Jamal Murray, yeah. but the first three are relatively interchangeable. Jamal Murray is an obvious four. Okay, well. <laughs> oh, God. I clicked on the tweet, right? Because I was like, oh, this is pretty yeah. straightforward. Yeah. Like, If we were going right now, I was going to go Booker. Yeah. We're going right now. I'm probably going Booker. Booker. You could Katie. Yeah. <laughs> Murray. That's so tough. Oh, my God. I know it hurts. Katie, uh, Jokic is just, like, so important to that team. He's like, if, yeah. if, if he's not there, they're not in the They're not playing. Exactly. So, and the the Suns were a playoff team before Katie got here. Yeah. So, it's like, but Jokic is really If you're really, in the really comments good. right now, drop what you would rank those four players at the moment. Book, Katie, Nikola Jokic, Jamal but Murray. I, I'm not I want to know what the comments like, are going like to say. If, if you're coming out here and being like, oh, Jokic is number one and then KD or book after, like, I'm not going to be that mad about that. But Jamal Murray is obviously number no, four okay. in that list okay, of people. This is where I'm going with this. Okay. okay. I clicked on the tweet to go through the replies. <laughs> Nearly every single tweet in the replies from when I saw it had Jamal Murray number one. <laughs> That's just. I almost deleted my Twitter account on site. I was like, "This asinine. is asinine." Asinine. <laughs> that is absurd. I'm shocked, appalled, I'm disgusted. Um, they had to. I'm not I kidding. Mean, it wasn't satire. I don't. I. I. I mean, you shouldn't be going to Twitter for looking to look for like intelligent conversations <laughs> okay, about true, anything, true. let alone sports. Um, but like, I mean. Like, listen, I I understand Nuggets fans. You want to be, you want him to be that guy so bad. You want him to be that guy, and you love your team, support your team. I respect that. But be honest with yourself. <laughs> be honest with yourself. I could not. I was like, am I in an 
alternate universe. Like, did I wake up on the wrong side? Like, where am I right now? I was beside myself that people were like not sarcastically putting Murray first. Yeah, that's absurd. That's that's absurd. <laughs> it was Nuggets fans too. I was like, how are you gonna put that over Yo like Jokic? I like Oh, 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 you mean first overall? Yes! Oh, what? Yes! Oh, number oh, one over her own Jokic? Yes! Oh, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no, they they had to be trolling. No shot. No <laughs> shot. I thought you just meant they were putting him in front of Devin no, Booker. No, they were putting him oh, one. They my ranked God. him first over everyone else. There, there, there's no way they're being serious. Someone said rank. Uh, it was a media outlet, like Bleach Report said rank. Katie, Devin Booker, Jokic, and Jamal Murray. One through four right now. And like 90% of the replies said Jamal Murray number one. Yeah. <laughs> Totri just violently vomited all over the office. He was so disgusted <laughs> by what vomited. we just saw. Shout out Grant House in the chat, by the way, saying that I am a number one owner, uh, <clears throat> number one owner pitcher drafting. Grant is a dog. Grant's my dog. number one. Certified I was going to say dog. Grant's my number one pick for like ASU swimmers, but even he would know that's not true. Um, <laughs> Shout but out yeah. Leon Marshall. So I was beside myself. I was like, the delusion in this con in these comments is top tier. <laughs> even Nuggets fans. Nuggets fans are delusional as hell. Let's be like, real. How are you going to have a two-time MVP on your team and still put Jamal Murray over him? <laughs> yeah, I like... I don't think I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and tell you you're lying, but that is the most absurd thing I've ever said. I, I'm not I lying. almost can't believe it. I swear to God, there's I will no find way the that It was um, absurd. <laughs> Jamal Murray is probably the fourth best player in this series. Uh, probably, but I mean, uh, there's times where like uh, MPJ goes crazy and he's better than Jamal Murray. And obviously, DeAndre Ayton has his moments where he's better than Jamal Murray. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Fuck right out of here. Where's Jamal Murray's um, consistent 40-point games of the playoffs? Yeah, the I was just beside myself. Um, <laughs> you ruined my day. Everyone in the comments say, or not everyone, but Ernesto saying KD, Booker, Jokic, Murray. No, no one is on the same page except for the fact that Murray is last. <laughs> that is the one thing that everyone that is, is on the same page That is the one thing that we about. can all agree on. Yes, everyone in the comments is saying Murray last. Thank I, you. I, I, Thank the, you for the, the, having the, reason. Listen, the DNVR Nuggets people would not even say that. There's no shot they would. They would. They would. Mm -hmm. There is no way that they would put Jamal Murray mm -hmm. above, above Jokic. What have, what have they? Okay, not above But they might put him above Book. Yeah. Okay, maybe they're delusional but too. They're wrong. But they're not putting him first overall. The they're like not putting him above years. KD. What have we been hearing for the last three years? Oh, if only Jamal Murray were healthy. Yeah. Well, we gonna we gonna he's helping now. We gonna learn. We gonna learn. We gonna, we gonna learn see. tonight or um, today or this we weekend. We gonna learn this weekend on week. Saturday. Speaking of which, what are you the most confident about in this series, and then what are you the most worried about? Um, most confident about Devin Booker. Most worried about Nick Leok. <laughs> like it's not. Uh, I'm the most confident they don't have an answer for KD. I don't think anybody on that team. Yeah, I mean, KD. if they if they have an answer for KD, then they don't have an answer for Devin Booker. Like you're gonna have to take away one of them, and I don't think you like you can't stop both of them. Yeah, uh, I mean, really, what am I most concerned about is the bench. This is, the, I mean, that's the reason yeah. this first series was even a contest because definitely most concerned about the, the bench. Suns bench had but nothing. also, like, it's not like the Nuggets have the most depth on the. Well, that's in also the world true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're also a little. I mean, if you ask a Nuggets fan, they'll tell you that they have the best bench in the league, but. I if you I on paper I don't think their bench is anything to be scared of. Yeah, either. that's fair. I mean, it's definitely not it's not the best in the league. That's for sure. But <laughs> I mean, I and, and Jokic is just so talented that he has the ability to completely pick defenses apart. Um, yeah. and that is concerning. But it, I he's not the kind of guy that I worry about. Like, I don't know how to explain this. He's like he's not the kind of guy where I'm like he's not going to do what Devin Booker did. He's not going. He's not going to give you a forty point 
game where he completely demoralized. Like, even if he's dropping 40, it's not going to be like he's not dropping threes and massive moments in your face, like completely taking the, the, the wind out of the sails of the opposing team. Yeah. Like, he doesn't, he's not a soul crusher like that in, in that sense, in the way that Devin Booker can be. Yeah. Obviously, he's a top player in basketball. I'm not trying to disparage. Like, he's one of the craziest passers I've ever seen, one of the most unique players I've ever seen. I do genuinely love Nikola Jokic as a player, but, um, I just don't. I don't know. He he's not the guy in that sense. Um, but he's still really good. I, I'm just. Are they going to be able to slow him down? <laughs> Andre Jordan is their backup five. I didn't know that. I guess it doesn't really matter when you have Nikola Jokic all that much. But still, um, yeah, the bench and and Jokic worry me. Or the Suns bench and Nikola Jokic, Jokic worry me. But as far as yeah. what I'm confident about for the Suns, they have two top five scores in, in, in the playoffs right now. Yeah, maybe the two best scores in the playoffs right now. I'm I'm not worried. Yeah, if you look at the last like. Mm, maybe like five to seven minutes of game five, the way the Suns were playing basketball was a, like, un, like it was spiritual to quote mm -hmm. Kevin Durant. If yeah, the Suns can play like that consistently, it's which big if, but yeah. is a big if, but the way that they were playing the last five to seven minutes of game five in the first round was unbelievable. Like it is everything that we could have hoped for and more. Mm -hmm. So I think if they can just figure out how to click that quick, that, like that like Whoa. Okay, hold on <laughs> click like that sooner <laughs> it's gonna be i think the suns are gonna be able to figure it out quickly um yeah speaking of Jokic, though um gerald borgay our own gerald borgay is in denver for to cover this game um and Jokic met with the press a little bit ago and someone asked um how did the nuggets plan to stop the suns in the pick and roll and Jokic's quote was pray <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i mean even Jokic is aware of what yeah. they're up but against. i mean if you were to ask if you were to ask uh you know, any Suns player about how you stop Nikola Jokic for, from getting a triple-double, the answer is probably the same. Pray, yeah. Um, so um, He also went on to say, he called, um, he said, they'll try different things and um, try to figure out how to, uh, to figure out Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and Kevin Durant. And then he called Kevin Durant the best scorer in the NBA. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean at least he's aware. Is, yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, getting back to what the concerns, too. Um, Monty's got to make adjustments and, and he's going to have to make adjustments in the series. Can't, is he going to be able to do that at a high enough level? Yeah, to that's, keep a, good, that's, that's a, a big concern. Question. I was a little concerned with Monty's coaching in game five. Yeah, at least he's not Mike Budenholzer. Fire his ass. He's a bum. <laughs> he's a bum. Um, I, yeah, I love I don't know Shane saying LMAFO pray. Yeah, I'm, yeah, that's, yeah, that's very fair. It's a fair assessment. Um, can you do his name? I always mess it up. Who? Oh, Ted Lubin. Jet Nibble. Thank you. No, it's Ted Lubin. Ted Lubin. Um, Jokic oh. is to Denver like yeah. Nash was to the yeah. seven. Jokic is to Nashville. Or Jokic <laughs> is to Denver like Nash was to the seven seconds or less Suns. Nuggets rely too much on him and will go the same way the Suns went when they faced the Duncan era Spurs. I mean, I agree. That that's my thing. It's like if you if you somehow figure out a way to take away Jokic, like if DeAndre Ayton can have himself a series, um, I am I am not worried about Jokic or Michael Porter Jr. beating you if Jokic is not. Um, now I am, I am definitely concerned about those guys being like the nail, like the, the straw that breaks the camel's back on top of Jokic dominating. But yeah. if you could slow down Jokic, I'm not worried about the Nuggets at all. Yeah. I mean, look like this series with the Nuggets is going to be war. Like it is going to be sure. knocked down, drag out, and I mean, fight to the end, fight to the death. Devin basketball. Booker and, and Chris, uh, Devin Booker and, and Jokic have gotten into it before. Like these aren't two teams that necessarily have the best relationship with each other. Yeah. And it's not going to be rainbows and sunshine. And Kevin Durant, like. 
he's not afraid of the smoke. Like he and he clearly like has his team's back. So you add that wrinkle into to this this young rivalry. Yes. Oh, well, there's gonna be some fireworks in this yeah. series. Yeah, um, it's not gonna be an easy. It's not gonna be an easy series for sure. No. Um, but we're gonna put our money where our mouth is. What is your series prediction for this? Suns and six. Suns and six. The Suns That's are gonna what win a series. I was gonna say. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it went seven either. Like I think there's gonna be yeah, a good series. I think it's a good chance it goes seven. I think the, the thing that concerns me is obviously the Suns have those games where it's just like ah oh, we're not playing today and I'm like oh boy yeah and then I get concerned about the whole series yeah um but I don't like they just if Devin Booker's playing the way he does and Kevin Durant's playing the way he does and DeAndre Ayton has a good series and we know that Chris Paul can show up in the playoffs I'm not I'm not worried. I'm yeah. not worried. I'm going Suns and Six. I was also going to say Suns and Six before you took it from me. Um, I think they close it out at home again um, because they will be at home, right? If it goes six, one, two, three, four, five is in Denver, six is here. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, so, yes. Or just sweep them and do it, finish it here too. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm not going that far. I'm not saying those words. I'm not saying those three those three cursed yeah, words. Yeah, we are not saying those cursed um, words. Get out of there. You get out of there. No, 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 no JT. If, you, uh, if you're in the comments and you're watching, drop your series prediction in the comments right now. Let us know what you think the series is going to go to. <laughs> I want to see what you guys are thinking. I wonder if we have any nuggets uh if anyone thinks that the I'm Nuggets gonna have are going to delete, win. I mean, someone said it. Uh, Connor said he might have to say off social. I might need to delete Twitter and Slack. Slack, yeah. I no, might Slack, need to Slack. Slack is going to be a war <laughs> For zone. For those of you that don't know, um, we have a sister city in Denver called DNVR. Um, we are a part of the All City Network, which is in, also includes our sister city in Chicago, CHGO. Yes. And we are all we in love one slack channel but with a them. form of communication to each other and our slack channel is going to burn to the ground it's, you know how entertaining this is going to be for for chgo, <laughs> CHGO are gonna get they're the going to sit there and they're like gonna... <laughs> we, we've been done for minutes we've been done for weeks get, this is just get my popcorn ready that's gonna be fun um so r.i.p our slack channel um the comments the series predictions are rolling in elizabeth says sons in seven charles says sons in six <laughs> jt apologized for a sin i appreciate that i love that. the confidence we're just not going to say it out loud but if you hey, believe that JT, in his defense, he asked the question. He didn't say it as a yeah. statement. He asked, or, or that she, yeah. I don't know. It's just a nipple. <laughs> Ernesto saying sons and six, Daniel sons and seven, Ryan sons and six. Yeah, I I, regardless confidence. of who wins this series, I'd be shocked if it went less than six games. I think it's going to be. Yeah, no, it, it has to go more than that. Yeah. Or six or more, I think, for sure. I would be shocked if it ended in five. Yeah, I would do. Um, <clears throat> but hey, if it ends in five and the Suns win in five, I'll freaking take it, yeah, baby. I don't care how long Any it day goes the, the Suns are winning. Um, speaking of watching Suns, did you know, everybody watching our show, that we do Suns Away watch parties yes, out do. at the Bet MGM Sportsbook in Glendale? And we have our next one coming up. It is obviously that graphic that says the 26th, but it's supposed to say the 29th. Um, it's going to be April 29th, starting at 4 p.m. out in Glendale at the Bet MGM Sportsbook. We have a ton of great stuff. We're going to be brought the PHNX Suns podcast is broadcasting live from there. They have deposit matches. Mm-hmm. They, um, sometimes they just give you free, like free, free bets, money, free money, um, deposit matches. Yeah, it's just it's vibe out there. We do giveaways, food and, and drink food specials. Is crazy the dog. food is so good. You, that pretzel we had last time. Oh. They got mm. a big Bavarian pretzel with the mustard and the cheese. Mm. So good. I had a full pancake breakfast last time. Mm. So if you they need plans to watch either. the Suns, come watch them with us at Bet MGM Sportsbook in Glendale. It's going to be so much last fun. Last time there was someone walking around just handing out neutrals. Yeah, free free alcohol. And Hello. they're so good. They're so people, like everyone has their favorite flavors. And I think every like no one else's favorite flavor is orange. I fucking love it. It's beautiful. All the oranges are for me. 
Yes. I love it. They're the, so good. I also love the orange. And also, I, I guess there's lemonade ones that I haven't tried yet. No, I haven't tried those either. Apparently. I tried the pineapple and the pineapple, uh, watermelon. Watermelon is a good. I don't one really too. like orange flavored things. And the new, the orange neutral, I I genuinely really liked. It tasted like kind of like orange soda. Yeah. Um, it was very good. So come out on Saturday if you don't have plans. Come hang out with us. We'll be there starting at 4 p.m. at the BetMGM Sportsbook in Glendale. All right. <laughs> Ryan, the little. Uh, Cold beer on a Friday night. Chicken, <laughs> chicken fry reference. I like it. Yes, Glendale is far, but we promise it's, it's worth the drive, Connor. I don't. I'm not trying to drive. Out. I hate the city of Glendale. I'm not trying to drive out there if I don't have a good reason to. And trust me, it's a good reason. Um. All right. Before we talk about the Diamondbacks, I have a fun little game we're gonna play, Sean, because oh, it's time for the game time game of the week. Big thanks Ooh. to our friends at Game Time for sponsoring our segment. Game Time, if you don't know, is the absolute best place to get tickets if you're a procrastinator like me and you're looking for some last minute tickets. The tickets are so, so cheap. It actually kind of is scary. I've said this before, before we even had a partnership with Game Time, it was how I was getting my tickets to D-back games. Yeah. Um, so I, I love them. Yeah, I love Game Time too. I've used it a bunch of times. Um, I got a couple concert tickets on there, which I'm going to a concert again tonight. Mm-hmm. And I got my ticket from Game Time. So shout yeah, out to Game Time for hooking that up. I know. I've gone to three concerts this week. It's Damn, kind of insane. Um, so big thanks to Game Time for helping me get there. I've used it to get uh, discounted parking t- parking passes yes. for Cardinals games. Like Game Time will hook you up, guys. They are the absolute best and the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. But Sean, I have a question for you. Okay. So our game time game of the week is the Arizona Diamondbacks taking on the Washington Nationals on Saturday, the game on Saturday. And at that game, they are giving out the Serpientes replica jersey. Okay. Okay. So it's a big game. It's a Saturday game. game. Yeah. They're giving away probably their best giveaway of the entire season. I love the the Serpientes jersey. The Serpientes jerseys go crazy. So good. Okay, so my next question is for baseline reserve tickets. Okay. Right down third baseline. Mm-hmm. How much do you think you would have to pay for a baseline reserve ticket on the game time ticketing app for this game specifically? Um, I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and pretend that D-backs tickets are like the most expensive tickets ever, but I mean obviously the the um giveaways are I mean the giveaways are relatively expensive. I mean, like you go an infield along the baseline, like $75, $80 probably. Okay, I'd say that's fair. Um, yeah. you're wrong. <laughs> I mean, but that's okay. I love you for being wrong. <laughs> if you go, to wrong? The, if you go to the game time app right now and use promo code PHNX, when you sign up, you will get baseline reserve tickets in section 110 row 24 for $34, $34 section 100 row and you 24 get a free Jersey with that. Oh, and you get a free also, Jersey that 34 right there. You know, it's right outside that section. The best stand that they got there. Scoop wells, cook, edible cookie dough. $34. You get a replica jersey. You I'm get there. to sit right next to some cookie dough for $34. I'm there. I'm there. Minus $20 off. And yes, if you use oh, promo code PHNX. So $14? So $14, basically. For a free jersey? Yeah, for, yeah, I bet you I could sell one of these Serpiente jerseys for more than $14. Bucks. <laughs> you get a illegal. baseball game with it and a ticket. And a jersey, I mean. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's crazy. This is why game time is the best. You guys, what a deal. Um, you can snag tickets without stress with game time, download the game time app, create an account and use promo code PHNX for $20 off your first purchase terms apply again, create an account and redeem code PHNX for $20 off download game time today. Last minute tech, last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. 
Speaking of the Diamondbacks, oh my God, I love watching the they're Diamondbacks wagging. play baseball. They're dogs. They're wagging. They're so glad they're going to baseball. Oh, they're dogs. Um, <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Adorable that little just, howl. That came from somewhere deep inside. The Diamondbacks just get me jazzed. They are a freaking wagon. Sean DePaz. The little snakes. Sean DePaz. Yes. At this point in the season, the Arizona Diamondbacks are first in the NL West. Hey. Your first place, Arizona Diamondbacks. Could, who? Uh, hey, who would have thought? Dodgers. Who? Who would have thought? Los Angeles Dodgers. Who? Just lost a series to the Pittsburgh Pirates. <laughs> Who are also really good. I think um, they have the best record in the NL right now. Actually. Yeah, they do. Place the place <laughs> your um, Diamondbacks over Pirates in the NLCS uh, futures right now um, because a you're gonna get great value on it, and b that would be fun as hell. Um, fuck the Dodgers. Can I say that real quick? Fuck the Absolutely, Dodgers. they are behind us. They're a game behind us. So uh, LA, move. Fuck the Padres, Rockies, and Giants while we're at it. Yeah, but everyone else in the NLS really fucked the Don't care about you. Um, did you expect this from the team to start the season? If you oh. before this even started, you looked at their schedule. They played too many games against the Dodgers, too many games against the Padres, the St. Louis Cardinals. Did you expect them to be number one in the NL West? Absolutely not. The started? No, like I thought they were going to be very, very good, and I'm not surprised that they like got off to a, like a hot start. But this hot of a start, especially like you said, considering the teams that they had to play. Um, and the Dodgers have not been like absolute world beaters. The the Pirates or the the Padres haven't necessarily like their lineup hasn't gone crazy. Like I think Soto hasn't gone crazy. Like I think people expected. And the oh my God, the St. Louis Cardinals. Jesus, what's going on there? But Ooh. still, those are those are, are at least on paper very good teams. And the Diamondbacks still managed to come out of out of all of it on top of the NL West. Yeah. Um, no. I certainly did not see this coming. Um, I would have told you we were crazy if you would have told me we'd have made it out. Of, we would have made it out of the first month in first place. Yeah, and I mean, like, I don't know. There's parts of it where it's like I should have seen this coming because if you look at like the individual pieces, did you expect Corbin Carroll to be good? Well, yeah. I mean, of course. Did you expect Zach Gallon to be absolutely dominant? Yeah. Did. I'm, but there's also things like, did you expect Gavin Moreno or, or uh, Geraldo Perdomo to be batting over 300? <laughs> Absolutely the fuck did not. Did you expect a team to DFA Madison Bumgarner and <laughs> eat $34 million? Year? Absolutely no. not. Did I think they would pull the trigger on sending down someone like Jake McCarthy this quickly? No, I did not. Did I think Gavin Moreno would be one of the best defensive catchers in the entire game? No, I did not. And also just start <clears> spraying <throat> the ball all over the goddamn park. No, I did not. I didn't see those things coming. So I don't know what happened, but there is a fire under their butts. Yeah. My case is not messing you, around. Corey. He's him. They, I tried uh, to they tell sent, you. They sent Dre too, right? Dre's back yeah. down. Dre's yeah. down. They're not, they're not messing around. They're not messing they're around. Not There's urgency. Messing there is urgency. around. And I love it. I don't know what Mike Hazen is doing differently if he's eating his Wheaties in the morning. I don't know. But I'm obsessed with the energy surrounding this team right yeah. now. And they are not messing around. Yeah. And I am I can't get enough of it. I'm like, they're not wasting time. No. They're not making me suffer through unimaginable yep. pitching. Tori like Tori said, and I quote, complacency sucks. There is no place for it on this team or in this organization. And that's exactly what you're seeing because this team has every reason to be complacent. Or not every reason to be complacent, but like at no point did you expect this team to be contending. And then I'm not getting, I'm not trying to get ahead of myself, but I'm saying obviously based on their record right now, they're first in the West. At no point did you consider expect them to be content, contending for a World Series this year. Yeah. Um, and so they could get complacent. They could, they could have easily given uh mad bum more time they could have easily given dre more time but they've not they're they, they know what they have they they see where they're at and they have an opportunity to win and uh 
I like that they're not being complacent. I love that energy. I love it. Um, I was going to ask you what the best part of the season so far is for you. I'm going to answer it really quick, and it's the urgency, hands down. And that encompasses a lot. DFAing Madison Bumgarner. Absolutely loved yeah. it. Not wasting time on people that are struggling. Like, I just, I am so excited about the energy around this team, and I think the urgency goes hand-in-hand hand with that, yeah, and, and that I mean, is my it, favorite it, part. You so see far. it on a, in a game-to-game basis, too, with the, yeah. their aggressiveness on the base pad, stuff like that. Um, for me, it, it's it's twofold. It's it's Gabby Moreno and Geraldo Perdomo, those two in particular. Okay. Um, I didn't fully know what we were getting with Gabby Moreno. Like, obviously, he was a great prospect, but, I mean, like I said, one of the best defensive catchers in baseball right now. Like, yeah. you cannot run on him, and that is such a great asset to have. Um, I mean, ask people from the St. Louis Cardinals – not only is he not only when people are dumb enough to run on him, is he getting them out? But the Cardinals benefited from having Yadier Molina behind the plate for years, and people would not even attempt to run because of the threat there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that, and then Geraldo Perdomo. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, oh my oh god! My god. <laughs> Where did this come from? Like oh my, oh my god! I like I liked him last year just as like a guy, and obviously he had a, a, a handful of clutch moments, and the the Discord started calling him the Risp King. Uh, all that. He's batting over 300. Woo! What? <laughs> Almost 400. Oh, you, wh- <laughs> Almost 400. what? He hit, but like he did hit 290 with runners in scoring position last year. Yeah, so no, no, had, yeah. That's not saying that the clutch really, really thing yeah. was not that surprising. Uh, clutch rating on, on the show has to go crazy. Um, and he's doing it from the ninth spot in the lineup. Like you have that production at the bottom of your lineup. And I know they had him lead off just once, right? And like, that's awesome. I love the idea of that. But I love the production. Like he's clearly comfortable batting out of that ninth spot. Yeah. And what is he, 23 years old? Yeah, he's young. Yeah, he, he was two for back. three with a walk in the leadoff spot as well. So he just fully did his job. <clears throat> he's a dog. You can put him anywhere in the lineup. Um, and he's gonna he gets on base. Yeah. He just simply does it. So I love it. I love that part. Um, you're getting like I like I was saying earlier. The 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 normal suspects are producing. Yeah. Um. But you're getting this this addition on top of it. Yeah. One more thing. Cattell Marte's back. He's healthy and he's engaged again, and I fucking love it. Um. My favorite part of just what that we just did right there is like we didn't even mention like each of our favorite things were different. We didn't even mention probably arguably the best piece of this team, or maybe the best player in all of professional baseball. Um. Death taxes and Zach Gallon scoreless inning streak. Um. (laughs) Homie is. Burning the place down. Dude, could you imagine being a player or being a team and Zach Gallon is pitching and we're like, okay, we're simply not scoring runs in the first six, seven innings of this game. We just are not going to do it. Yeah. Um, in his most recent outing against the Royals, he pitched six and one-thirds inning, four hits, zero earned runs, zero walks, 12 strikeouts. He extended his consecutive frame tally of not allowing a run to 28 and he shut out the Kansas City Royals. He finished the day with a season-high 12 strikeouts, which was one shy of his career-high of 13, and again, only allowed four hits and not allowing a walk for a third straight start. Dude. One more crazy stat here for you. Um, <clears throat> Opta Stats said, Gallon is the only major league pitcher in the modern era to have 40-plus strikeouts and a whip under .5 without allowing a run across a four-start span. Hey. Um, Holy mother F. You guys are pretty big baseball fans. Is, is that good? That's is that, unreal. Is that? That's that's pretty good, isn't it? It might be good enough for something in a locker somewhere, maybe. Oh, oh, oh. In a PHNX locker? 
Maybe. Maybe. Maybe someday. Maybe someday. I'm working someday. on it. Okay. Um, Maybe someday. Maybe someday. Who knows? In five starts this month, Zach Gatlin has a 4-0 record with a 1.09 ERA, <laughs> a .61 whip, a .157 batting average against, and a 44 strikeouts with two walks. Can you, like... <laughs> what do we... Like, what? Can we just take a minute? What? What? He's the best player in baseball, dude. He's the best. He's the best pitcher alive right now. I don't care. Uh, eat your heart out, Spencer Strider. I love you. You're a great guy, but you're not. You're not him. Like you're not Zach Gallen. This man is playing for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Yeah, yeah. I am beside myself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of speechless. Like. Yeah, I'm just gonna keep saying yeah because I don't have words for it. I, like he's a dog. I don't know what else. He's what? What are you supposed to say about it? He goes out there. And there, he goes out there. His job is to throw the ball and not let the other team hit it. And the hitter goes up there with one job, and it is to hit the baseball. And every single time, Zach Gallon does his job, and the batter does not. That's all there is to it. He's just simply better. He's just simply better. And the best thing is, too, is he's a great human being. I don't have, yeah, yeah. Arguably one of the best guys in the clubhouse. He's and fun. he's hilarious. Did yeah. you see his quote about the snake belt that he had? No. He, he tried a new belt to match the Serpientes jersey. I think he would actually love it. It's like a tan snakeskin belt. That was crazy. And he wore it. went nuts. It was unreal. And he was like, I'm just glad I didn't get lit up wearing this belt because yeah. that would have been embarrassing. <laughs> that would He is awesome. So, like. He was awesome in college at UNC, too. I think UNC. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, UNC. Just a gem of a human being. Yeah. Hilarious. Has a great personality. And, and the best is player the team. best pitcher in baseball. I don't care what anyone says. I don't care who you're a fan of. Zach Gallen is the best pitcher in baseball, and if this success continues, he will absolutely be a Cy Young winner. Yeah. Period. And, period. Uh, period. <laughs> uh, Strom said it. Like, if he if Gallen doesn't win a, a, a Cy Young, he should be fired. Like, <laughs> he's he, he, please don't fire Zach Gallen. Who should be fired? No, no, no the pitching coach, not Gallen. Oh, I thought you said Zach Gallen should be fired. <laughs> no, he doesn't want a Cy no, Young. No. I was like, wait, wait, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not that. Oh. Um, but yeah, I mean, this everything is setting up for him. Too. And I mean, like, listen, I we've talked. I'm not. I'm, I've been very good so far, not getting ahead of myself. Yeah. But all I am saying is that this is the kind of pitcher that wins you World Series. Mm-hmm. You get to the playoffs, and this is the kind of guy that pitches nine inning shutout, and you're like, okay, and we've already are up one nothing on this series. Sign him. Yes. Pay him literally. The every buck single stops dollar. here in the comments saying, "Give Gallon a blank check." Re freaking tweet. I don't care. How much money he's asking for? I've listen. You, th- this is coming from the girl that says, "Let's not do anything crazy. Spend a lot of money that we don't have, and do something dumb like getting Zach Greinke or Madison Bumgarner, and just we let's just not do it. Like let's stay on track. Let's stay the course. Mm-hmm. Let's not do anything wild. I don't think spending a bunch of money on Zach Gallen is wild. Give no, that man. You're looking money. at four or five years, two ten. Yeah, probably. No, give uh, him whatever you listen, want. I, give him my house. Ken Kendrick, you, you sell want my car, Zach? Every, I'll give you my car. Every single one of those baseball cards you collected, sell whatever, whatever you need to do. <laughs> sell them all. <laughs> sell every single card, Ken Kendrick. All of them. I need this man here for a long time. Except for the except for the Zach Gallon rookie card you probably have, because that'll be worth even more <laughs> after you sign him and he becomes the best pitcher in the team. I talked about this with with you and Derek when we were there uh, before the season, and I'm interested, Jacob. Um, because I asked if there was anybody on this team that is going to have their number retired alongside uh, Gonzo and, and Randy, and he said, Corbin, if they sign Zach Gallon to a contract, that man is going to get his number retired by the Arizona car, or the Arizona Diamondbacks, yeah. and he's going to be a Hall of Fame pitcher. 
it's just crazy. I have a question in here that says, what did we do to deserve Zach Gallen? But then I just like thought for a second. And I was like, we, we've done a we've lot. We've suffered. We've suffered. <laughs> we finally, we have no, something so I'll say good. This, <laughs> what did I do to deserve Zach Gallen? Because I just showed up. I never, Zach I didn't Gallen care about here. the Diamondbacks before I moved out here. <laughs> I showed up and it's the most exciting time to be a Diamondbacks fan ever. I will uh, say I was rocking with them last year when things weren't that great. So I'm not bandwagoning. I, I am all in on this team. Um, and I just, all I'll say is I cannot wait for May 26th, 27th, and 28th. Yeah. Um, Gabriel in the chat saying Zach Gallon's contract extension is going to start with the two. Yeah. Uh, Charles Woodall Pike saying rename Chase Field to Gallon Stadium. I'm all for it. If they're going to renovate Chase Field. Can the Chase pool Field, be filled with milk? Yeah. They can just sell no. milk for the Ew, milkman. Stop it. Um, I actually Ew. hate milk. For <laughs> um, it's just crazy. I mean, they I just They should have can't. a milkshake slash ice cream stand. That's Gallon themed. Watching Devin Booker play basketball is the same way I feel watching Zach Gallon pitch a baseball. Yeah, it's like, just like, oh man, he's gonna. He, he, you literally, it's it's like the it's the it's the Jokic quote. If you want, what is your plan to to hit Zach Gallon? Pray. You pray. You close you your eyes, pray. swing the bat, and pray. When Zach Gallon is pitching, I don't care who it is, the opposing team, their batters are probably like shit. Throwing My cutters. Is he, going down. He's throwing pitches. He doesn't even know that he has. He has this weird Dude. pitch that's between a cutter and a changeup that I've never seen before yeah, in my life. Uh, and I'm like, uh, Vinny Pasquantino said he's never seen anything like it in his entire life. And that's a professional baseball player. But Zach, Zach had no idea. Like, he looked down at his hand like, am I magic? Like, it literally, like, he had no idea. It was crazy. It's Yeah, it's this weird pitch between that's somewhere between like a cutter and a changeup. And I've never seen anybody uh, in my I life pitch a ball like that. I don't know that I have ever seen... A guy swing on a ball, not touch it. The catcher completely <laughs> miss it, and then it knocked the, the ump's mask off. Like I don't know if I've ever seen anything quite like that. That shit was ridiculous. It was like yeah, you know, like you know, like experience. rise balls in softball. How they can yeah. pitch rise balls. It's, and not, it's that, like a fucking blitz ball. It was like it's that energy. Ball. It's just like ah, oh, I'm just gonna go. <laughs> yeah. It's like the golden stitch in Harry Potter. Just <laughs> yeah, literally moving all around luck. this bitch. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> it is unbelievable. Like I fucking love it here. Oh, I, yeah, I just, I can't get enough of it. Like, I just sit there and I'm like, wow, we really have like generational talents, two generational talents um, playing for Valley teams. And it's just, uh, we do. It's we have crazy. two generational talents right here talking about them. Hey, there you go. Um, what do you no mean lo no love for Kyler? We talked about, get out of here, Alex. We talked about the Cardinals earlier. We, we talked about deserved. the Cardinals earlier. Cardinals, uh, Kyler's hurt right now. So he's out are supposed the... to give him love. He got his, he got his left tackle Kyler Murray hasn't won a playoff game yet so we are gonna delay that conversation Zach Gallen, for a couple years <laughs> I have my future out on Zach Gallen to win the the uh Cy Young by the you way. have a future on him to win Cy Young on the that's MGM pretty safe it. bet I would take that bet did you do that on the bet MGM app? of course I did of course you We're, did uh I yeah I just love now. it we're so lucky if you haven't been out to a Diamondbacks game yet you have to go like you have to watch this team they are so much fun um get your tickets on the game time app or, if you want to go see them or or, or you can come Clear calendar, to our D-backs Chase Field takeover. We have another takeover happening on May 11th, which we are super stoked for. It is going to be a 640 first pitch against the San Francisco Giants. It's the Longo revenge game. The tickets are only 28 bucks for diehards or $35 if you are not a diehard. We're going no. to be doing a pregame meetup at Cold Beers and Cheeseburgers, and you'll get a ticket to the game as well. And you'll get to hang out with some really cool people. Um, I will be there. Sean, are you going to go? Are you going to be there? Of course. Yeah. yeah. So a bunch of uh, D-backs people are going to be there. We all get to sit together. It's going to be super fun. You can get your tickets for this by going to the events tab on gophnx.com. Or if you would rather, you could buy a season pass. Um, our season passes include five tickets 
for their takeovers the rest of the year. So we're going to five more Diamondbacks games. The May 5th, sorry, the May 11th game is included in that season pass. So if you would rather just get a season pass and come to all the games, I highly recommend you do that because we're going to be going to five games as a family, as a crew. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It was so much fun. Uh, Chris and and CWP were both there at the last one and we were hanging out. Um, There was a bunch of people there, but um, it's fun. Listen, it's fun time to be a DDX fan and it's even more fun when you're there with other people. Um, Chris did smack me in the back for doing the wave. Um, As she should. Good for you, Mama I Chris. Learned my Thank you. The wave. I would have smacked learned, him too if I was I there. I learned my lesson because the wave came back around and I was, I got, I was, I knew she was behind me and Good. I didn't do it again. So I learned. How, you're doing the wave. Well, I don't, Shame I, on listen, you. I don't know the, pro- I don't understand the problem with the wave. I don't, I don't have a problem with it. The, okay. The thing it's that gross. drives me, I hate the wave in general, but the thing that makes me extra irate is Diamondbacks fans always seem to do it at the most inopportune times. Like Zach Gallon will be pitching a shutout, no hitter, perfect game. And all of a sudden the fourth inning, here comes the wave. Are you kidding me? I will say, Sit down. I, I don't <laughs> mind the wave unless I'm in the section where the wave starts. Cause there's nothing more obnoxious in the world to me than the one person who is like, I need to make this entire sporting event about me. And I need to stand up and demand my entire section start the wave like it's that awful. shit it's is all lame terrible it's all terrible if it wants to start on the other side of the stadium i'll throw my arms up no sure. one's you, but if you wave, buy that corner ticket is it just like an unwritten rule that you have to be that person i think so like so. the one in the outfield like the corner ticket that starts the wave all the time yeah. no I hate um it. yeah so no doing the wave thank you chris for smacking just for giggles get out of here um we're not even putting that comment on screen because it's not it's not happening it's never happening um so yeah just don't do the wave and it'll be fine but you can come hang out with us at our takeover you can also sign up to be a diehard at gophnx.com which you should because we have literally so many events coming up yeah, we, have, we have our first ever golf tournament we've got takeovers and you get discounted prices to all those things when you're a diehard you also get a free t-shirt a ton of cool benefits access to our members only discord which we talk in all the time yes there's really no reason not to be a diehard like you're actually actively losing money by not being a diehard no Um, literally i mean and we you mentioned mountain mics earlier when you become a a diehard you get fifty dollars on the pizza you get a a free t-shirt or a hat yeah we're, we're really doing the most out here for you guys so take advantage of it while you can Thank you all so much for tuning into the show. I know we went long today, but we had a great time. We so, did. It you was know, fun. We had a lot vibes. to talk about. It's been a minute since about. we've had this much positive news to yes, talk about. Absolutely. Uh, we could. I mean, and it just was that gallon. We could have sat here two hours talking yeah, about absolutely. the D-Bucks team. Uh, make sure to tune into our draft show tonight with the Cardinals guys. They're going to be live for the entire second and third round of the NFL draft starting at four o'clock. If a so don't trade miss happens, it. it might come tonight. It might happen tonight. Thank you all so much for tuning in. I hope you all have a wonderful, safe weekend. We'll see you out at Safe uh, Bet MGM out in Glendale on Saturday for our son's watch party. Have a wonderful weekend, everyone, and we'll see you next Friday at 1230. Bye.